Well, Pierre's from Belgium and Corn's from Germany. Little victory. They love to chat about the little things that they achieve. Little victory. They'll give a serious response about a silly thing. Their friends tend to find them exhausting. So they started up a podcast, Little Victories. Little Victories. My main man, Pierre. How's it going? Hello, corn. <laughs> funny voices, as always. I like it. Yeah, when I don't know where to go, I just do funny voices. Yeah, all the time. In you do that doing uh, sex, too. <laughs> it will not disappoint. Where is it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna do a funny hey. voice. <laughs> Am I the clitoris? No. <laughs> I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> always happens always happens with you <laughs> never disappoints to bring a yeah. laugh in the bedroom my my friend how is your week how is your day uh we recorded just a couple of days ago so not a lot could have happened except for we both had a, a elongated weekend it seems like the corona uh, virus is back there's gonna be a fourth wave at least in germany what is going through your mind right now not much. <laughs> well, I'm, I I'm, don't I'm know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I tried to get everyone excited with a big moderation and you just went like, well, nothing. I mean, are we going to get rid of COVID at some point? I don't think so. It's just going to be no. this little annoyance. <laughs> that we have to in like 50 years, we're going to be in like the 56th wave. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> We can't go out anymore. <laughs> Arms destroyed by all the vaccine shots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything hurts. And, it's uh, fine. Obviously, uh, we are fucked because uh, we didn't test uh, the, the 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 studies for you know uh, we didn't. Yeah. yeah, in fifty years they're gonna say like, oh yeah, we, we fucked up. Wrong numbers, yeah. guys. Sorry. <laughs> Does your arm hurt too now? Yeah, that's because of that one vaccine you got back then. <laughs> Isn't it horrible? Yes, it's horrible. But um, it looks like in Germany we're gonna go into another lockdown, or as the French say, down lock. They um, don't say that. They say that. I heard mm. them say it. Mm. Mm. Maybe it was because of like uh, someone trying to crack a lock. I don't know. But um, they they call it a confinement. Confinement. Confinement makes sense. Yes, that's also what you call, uh, you can call a duck. It's a dish. Confit. Confit. It's like yeah. when it's really stewed. Immersed. Immersed. So you have in to its own fat. Yeah, you have to imagine myself <laughs> in my own <laughs> confinement. <laughs> Sitting that's in my a, own fat. <laughs> that's, that's a very good joke, actually. Yes. My mic, I need to adjust my mic, which uh, people don't see, but uh, I just did it. Um... Yeah, like, uh, the, the, speci the special thing about uh, confit is that it's always the own fat, right? Or can you do it in, like, could you do cook something in butter, even though it's not, I don't know what kind of fat butter is, pork? Um, I don't know if no. it's really a nope. term for really a cooking technique, or it's just a word for, like, a general description of something. Mm -hmm. uh, like, just 
something that has been stewed for a long time. If you take confiture, really? it's like a redu like fruit that I'm being reduced until it's jam. Ah, yeah, true. And it's also always the same root of the word. So I I don't Or, know. Is it maybe the like then if it's duck confit, it's like the jam of duck because it's been stewed <laughs> for so long. Yes, it almost if, got it, sweet. I, I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> When is it? French people do also have the term marmalade, no? Marmelade. Uh, maybe, yes. I guess so. Would there be like a difference between... I mean, there has to be. Is it like jam and jelly? Um, could be. I'm not very well-versed well into the, the yeah, jam, jam world. <laughs> You're not into the sweet spreads? <laughs> Sweet, sweet only when spread. there's <laughs> only when there's cheese underneath it exactly yeah i agree S speaking of which i accomplished my uh, cheese and uh, beer tasting yesterday evening ah uh, yes how was it at Courtus? well guess what oh. cheese <laughs> They all worked and beer works very well no to be fair <laughs> the pairing was interesting because they tell you like how <clears throat> You can associate beer and cheese to create different things. So you can have like a beer that's gonna support the cheese, a beer that's gonna contrast and make the taste like very distinctive, different taste. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was pretty interesting because they said like it's not really about f choosing the beer that goes along with the cheese, but more the effect you want from it. So, but all right, I'm here for it. I love it, and I would enjoy that too. But as devil's advocate, isn't that just a way of saying like it might be well paired and it might just not fit at all, but <laughs> the effect that it has, eh? Yeah, if you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, yeah, sure. It, it maybe no, but I, I, I'm all in. I love it. But, but it was really you know. like, oh yes, <laughs> if you have like this very creamy, buttery cheese, you pair it with a beer that is a bit the same same texture mm. and then you feel like it's one single taste like big taste did they um did they use their own beers like the four or five beers no. that they have it was no a, they did all around oh. the world actually oh that's cool so we had a new england pale ale from uh, romania i think uh we had Not a from very weird no no it's a bad joke all right yeah We had a very weird, like, super sour uh, beer from Spain that mm -hmm. was, like, 12% alcohol level. And it oh. was, like, eat, like, drinking, um, you know, those uh, salt and vinegar chips? Oh, yeah. The oh. beer tasted that. Exactly. Dude, I recently had a wine... That was exactly the same. But you go on with your story and I'm going to tell you about the wine later. Was it like still enjoyable or was it just horrible? No, it was pretty good. And they oh, yeah? Pair, yeah? And they pair it with the cheese that had like big um, pepper bit in it. And yeah, so the when you... Jack. I don't know if it was pepper jack. I think it was well, pico... I, mean, I think it was pico, you know, with like little oh, yeah. pepper bit in it. And... You had like this very salty vinegar taste with the beer and then the pepper mm. from the cheese. And it was almost like a dish to eat on its own. Ah, nice. So it was pretty good. And then um, 
And then we stayed there, and then we we drink the usual cursus, and then uh, got smashed. Uh, Classic. So you're pretty classic. hungover right now. You don't look it. It's fine. I think alcohol has different effects on different people, man. Like for you, you the next day you are up at like seven. You're like, ah, oh, what a day. <laughs> yes, there's birds chirping. For me, it's like the end of the world for 24 hours. Yeah, my alcohol reaction recently is more like, oh my god, I'm gonna sleep like i feel like if i have too much beer there's this time where i feel like i have to lay down and i can just go to bed i can like literally sleep i don't have this rush of adrenaline anymore it's just yeah all sleepiness right so this this is have to a bit to fight right now so that's why uh, when i go party i try to uh, go directly to hard liquor a vodka shot mm. doesn't have the same Smart. effect on a, on a as a couple of beers. No, you know. vodka shot makes you wanna makes you wanna fucking stand up and do some shit. Yeah, exactly. So no, it's yeah. just about knowing your own body and aging yeah. as well. And I guess it makes sense too. It's probably like a hit to the nervous system at some level, like the sensory reaction that you get from like tasting hard liquor on your tongue. It must it must have some sort of shaking up effect. Yeah, the, the contrast is like having the effect of eating a loaf of bread <laughs> with <beer>. Yeah, <laughs> to like <laughs> a pepper. <laughs> so This bread, I can eat a lot of it, but then I have to go to sleep. Speaking of, when did you make your last loaf of bread? A long time ago, sadly. Oh no, oh no. I had, had to say, I had a kitchen disaster when I tried to make my own bagels. I, I know I was there. Yeah, fucked After. up uh, completely. I have to say. Like, hey, uh, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time on it. I respect all the, <laughs> the steps, and in the end, it was absolutely not a bagel. And uh, uh-huh. now I have to get back on the saddle and say, okay, let let's let's do a. I, let, let's I make something joke. work. I had a joke lined up. I was gonna say you have to get back on that bread horse, but. <laughs> Yeah, back on the saddle makes sense too. So yeah, it no, makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no bread recently, but I'm I'm going to fix this. I'm going to make a nice, nice bread. And I found out that in Maastricht there is a guy who have this uh, something called a micro bakery. Basically, he bakes bread in his apartment, and you can uh, order your your bread and bagels uh, well in advance. And it looks absolutely delicious. And everyone says it's the best shit in Maastricht. So I'm going to order next week some bread to that guy. And uh, and, and bagels. Uh. His bagels uh, looks look fine. fine Can you by uh, me. send me a link later? Because I want to see that. I want to see that bread. Sure. And he does like also, crazy shapes. Oh, I like crazy he shapes. Did, he did bread. a bread that looked like a pumpkin for the fall season. Oh, nice. See, now that's where it gets like into chemistry levels, I guess, because it has to like blow up the right way. It has to be stable afterwards. Like you have to get a good crust on it. No, you just Sounds carve awesome. it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm kidding. Did he use a bread knife? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fun with bread. <laughs> um, yeah, you told me about him uh, recently. You, I thought, didn't you mention that you went there to eat some croissant or something? I wanted, so I went there 
I, I just looked up on Facebook and uh, saw his address and I said, okay, I'm just going there. And then I, I just sent him a text because his WhatsApp number was there. And I said, hey, I don't seem to find your store. And he said, oh, no, that that's my place. I'm you, you have to order like there's uh, no it's not, okay. a, it's not a shop I said, oh yeah. okay <laughs> makes sense uh, is a micro bakery just an oven <laughs> i think it's the actually it's not i think the concept of micro bakery is that you are not using your own facilities because you're not purchasing those expensive uh, bread oven so he's actually using the oven of the store which is downstairs from his apartment ah. Okay. Where, which, which is, I think, a, a place where they, they do also all kind of bakery, but he's using theirs so he can bake and not have this uh, initial first cost, which is huge. Buying a yeah, yeah. bread yeah. oven, uh, crazy. Yeah, and all the, all like the, the flour mixing shit and stuff, like, must be horrible. Same for like beer making. You can buy like those little kits, but I guess the beer won't come out as well. But I don't know. We, we, we would have to ask the people that you uh, <laughs> went to yesterday. <laughs> they told us yesterday that um, it's actually fine to um, have beers in a can. That is actually the perfect way to uh, store beer because lights doesn't go through. So most mm. of the beer that we uh, drank yesterday were uh, from cans. And say, yeah, it's fine. You should not just, ah. you should just always pour it in a glass so you don't yeah. put your lips on the metal part, which can alter the, the tasting experience. I think I heard the same about wine, but don't quote me. Like, there's more and more, like, those wines that you get in uh, in cans. Ah, and um, I think the sun has an effect. Like, that's why you have to store them in, like, a... Dark places. Well, but then wine, again, you have the corks, so th there is some sort of oxygen exchange, I guess, happening that probably makes sense, right? Yeah. So how would that be for cans? But it's probably just natural wines, obviously. Natural wine people. Probably for wine that do not have to age. Like, that yeah. are really to consume. And yeah. they say the only disadvantage for beer in cans is just if you have a beer that are like, that needs to be stored at a very high pressure. Like, cans cannot hold that pressure. It's going to explode. Right. Oh, interesting. I had no idea that you have, like, high-pressurized beer bottles then. Beats me. Shit. I, 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 I learned so much. Just by eating cheese and stuff. <laughs> I learned that um, Lupulus was the name for hops. Because Lupulus. the hops looks like a wolf head. Did you know that? What? Free knowledge for no. you. <laughs> so like you went through a, like a hops field and there were like shit ton of wolf heads, but small. <laughs> yeah, there were. <laughs> just like ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> just like on mushrooms walking through like fuck 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 fuck. Oh guys, it's actually fine. <laughs> we can make <laughs> oh, beer just... out of this. <sighs> oh, thank fuck. <laughs> and um, even in the Belgian brewery, we had to give a credit when credit credit is uh, is due. Is that also uh, when crevice is due? <laughs> when crevice, both both times, <laughs> you get es like a little necktie. <laughs> especially when crevice is due. <laughs> um, a German botanist ah, woman yes. uh, had the idea to put uh, hops in beer. Before we would uh, put all kind of flour and shit. 
mm-hmm. that would make tasty beers, but apparently had no uh, capacity to age, like to be stored like for a couple of months even. And right. it was that woman who said like, hey, just put this, <laughs> just throw it there. <laughs> and I work. think her name was Marie Curie. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. No. That joke didn't hit at all. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Pierre's face went like almost <laughs> numb as though you had like just got an injection of Botox. <laughs> just like, uh. <laughs> fuck corn, that was bad. How uh, was your Saturday evening? How was your week? What did you do, little cornster? When did you and I talk on Wednesday? So Thursday was the 11th of the 11th, which uh, we talked about. You guys celebrate as um, end of World War One. We celebrate as a uh, carnival and get drunk Yeah. in Cologne. So that's pretty uh, much what I did. Uh, I had to work for a couple of hours in the beginning of the day, uh, which sucked but wasn't too bad. It was also good to like just clean my conscience for the weekend because I didn't finish some stuff on Wednesday. Um and then I went out, met with a friend. We decided to not go into like those big, big group of people, but rather just uh, hang outside of those big group of people because right now the coronavirus is back and uh, stronger than ever in Germany. Stronger than ever. Does it kill um, though? Uh, yeah, I think it does. Mm. It kills vaccinated people. Oh. So now everybody is like, what? That makes no sense. I got the vaccine, so I don't get killed by it. So, yeah. Let's not make fun of dead people. But, you know, um, apparently it does kill. uh, But, you know, all those numbers, they do not promote when it's kind of an argument against vaccinations, you know? So, if you die vaccinated, they're not going to report it as prominently as when you die unvaccinated. Then they're like, well, your own fault. <laughs> the, the other thing is when you look at the percentage, you can really manipulate the numbers. Like if you look, for example, in Israel, where 100% of the population is vaccinated, it means mm-hmm. that all COVID death is, yeah. they are 100% vaccinated people. And they're yeah. like, look, isn't it crazy? <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like, all what? the people got vaccinated, got COVID. And it's like, well, the entire population is vaccinated. So yeah. Maybe they die less hard. (laughs) Yeah, or maybe they were like 200 years old. Oh, yeah. If you're 200 years old, you can die of COVID. Maybe the needles from the vaccine went through your arm and then the liquid actually (laughs) spit the other way. There was like a little poof (laughs) when you poked (laughs) poked the skin. Check the other arm. I saw some blood there the other day. There might be something, yeah. Mr. Burns. All right. No, um, yeah, so uh, that sucks. But anyways, it was the 11th of the 11th. So went out with a friend and then later met uh, another friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a long time. So I was very happy to see her. And then met another friend afterwards and went to their place and just hung out there until like 11 and then went home. Because I didn't want to be too um, badly hungover for Friday. Because on Friday, I had an acting class. What? Yes. Friday night, I went to a little acting schnupper course, as we call it. Which um, 
You know, Schnupper, the, the, the German word Schnupper is in your uh, vocabulary. Mm -hmm. no? Schnupper, no. no. But it sounds Schlimm. like a fun word. It is a fun word. It means like to to uh, smell, like to snoop. <laughs> you know, like this. That's uh, oh. it. W what it translates to, the meaning is that you're kind of like just trying to, like you're getting a little taste ah, of what yes. it could be. So, um, so you were sniffing the actors. I was sniffing everyone. <laughs> uh, they smelled surprisingly good. All of them did. Like not one artist. They all, all probably all female though. That's why like, <laughs> there were only two guys, and they were probably well smelling. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they have a they shower. <laughs> if you catch my drift. <laughs> no. <laughs> they apply perfume. If you if you get my. If you Finish get my it? story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was so much fun. Oh, just seeing new people. Like a group of new people. 14 new people in a room. Wow. Yeah. Now, did we wear masks? Yes, we did. Mm. <laughs> but um, make me the sniffing experience a bit tough for you. Yeah, it, ma it made it a bit masky. <laughs> Not musky, musky. All the scenes were bank robbers <laughs> <laughs> and doctors. <laughs> yep, uh, bank robbers, doctors, and Asian people at airports. That's uh, that's who I got to play. Uh, now, um, no, it was fun. It was just uh, a bunch of exercises in the beginning where you try to remember the other people's names. Uh, doing like movement connected to the name to have like an association changing places and then like uh thinking of sentences and trying to say them in like four or five different emotions yeah. it was uh it's was very a lot of fun. uh very short form improv style yeah. of a warm-up for acting class yeah. yeah in the end we had a little improv uh too where we had to you know kind of like act out a a scene given a gesture from the audience. Yep. So someone gave a gesture and then two people had to talk about it. Um, and that was fun. So uh, the day after, I immediately applied for the Grundkurs, mm. which I don't know if the word Grund is in your vocabulary, Pierre. Uh, probably it doesn't mean the mean, same as Schnuppe. So if Schnuppe <laughs> means Sniffle... <laughs> Grund yeah, Sniffle is the word. Fuck, I didn't say that, yeah. Grund probably means mm, like full heads in, just like pfft. yeah. No, it means ground, so it's like the base course, ah, base okay. level course. And I applied for that, and it's gonna be uh, ten sessions, two hours each, uh, starting January until March, where nice. I'm gonna have yeah a little acting class because it's fun, gets me out of the house, which is necessary. Yes. The idea um, comes from her girlfriend, not you. <laughs> well, she mentioned it to me again over the weekend that, like, <laughs> uh, I, I live in those 50 square meters and it's uh, kind of sad. And, and I thought about it. And you're strangely fine, but <laughs> you're really okay with it. <laughs> yeah, but that's where the adaptability of humans becomes, like, counterproductive, you know? Yeah. Never would I imagine to be like, oh, I can just, I can just stay in here and be happy. Yes, you can, but you also get dulled down as fuck. So 
I uh, talked to her about that actually yesterday and um, she made a couple of very good points so that I now I'm striving to go out again kind of like Bo Burnham at the end of Inside. <laughs> mm, but in there the end has you to don't know if you're actually yeah. outside or not. Right. Nice. So yeah, yeah. getting out of the, the house. That's good. Yeah. And then Saturday... Saturday. Oh yeah, I went to the museum. The, there was a Picasso um, exhibition about uh, his political views. And uh, did you know Picasso was a communist? I think I knew about it. Yeah, apparently it's a big fact about him because they made a whole exhibition about it. So yeah, when um, uh, he he did a bunch of like after the war in Germany, donated like a lot of his paintings were used as a symbol against fascism by the west west germany and he was uh, widely debated in the east they just used him for his communistic views because as you know the east germans were communists and uh yeah there's some bunch of saw some cool shit but you know you know every time I, like if you go to a museum you're super invested in like the first half hour yeah and then like the last 20 10 minutes you're just like running through it you're like oh, I, i can't see anymore at least in my yeah in my you, experience you, your attention your span is gone it's saturated also yeah it's like when you right. go to a wine tasting also after the sixth wine you're like okay i cannot taste anything else anymore yeah i taste right now like, i just want to get drunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> same with picasso <laughs> now i right. just want to get drunk <laughs> you look at it you're like fuck that's it um yeah i have that also in in museum that's why i always try to be extremely specific what i'm about to see like if there's a special exhibit that's perfect because usually it's like around a single theme like it's not gonna be all picasso bunched together in a room it's gonna be oh it's about this period of his life about this specific way of representing shit and then you can really see the progression through the painting for example Right. That I like. But like yeah. really going from one floor to the okay. First floor yeah. done. Now I'll start to the second one. Like that's the nightmare. That's really the now nightmare. Now I I saw 30 paintings. Next floor <laughs> has 40. How can I enjoy all of them? You can't. You cannot enjoy all of them. It's impossible. So uh, yeah, but what I what I want to do now is kind of When I know there's a special painting that's probably gonna be like a good experience, try to find that one first and then just like look at it for a long time, enjoy that shit, and then check the other stuff. Because there was also a bunch of stuff that you didn't didn't need to see, you know, like uh, background, like docu- documentary on his life and his uh, girlfriends at the time and that sort of stuff, which still interesting, but it's not it's not gonna waft over you like an experience it's just gonna be facts that you yeah, hear that you can l- literally read on the wikipedia page there's a youtube documentary like the documentary is probably on youtube yeah exactly so are you there to get n- general knowledge about picasso or looking at the actual thing yeah and try to find what's make it so special Christoph Waltz had a uh, very interesting point about that. Um, he was complaining, as he uh, oftentimes is in interviews, and he was talking about uh, how people go to the museum now. It's just to like 
tell other people that they went to the museum. So they read, they read uh, the little, you know, the column that is next to the painting, look at the painting for a second, move on, but like try to remember the little column. Whereas what you should do really is just enjoy the painting. So his suggestion was they should make like the column painting sized and then just have a little, little the painting and a little, little. Uh, so people would pay more attention to the painting. Yeah, yeah. And um, I found that uh, funny. So now I make a point of trying to really only read all this stuff when I when it really catches me. Like if the painting is awesome, I want to be like, all right, now I'm going to read this. But just to get like all the facts. Uh, Sometimes it's, you have the feeling that people are not even there for the facts. They just want one anecdote that they can remember so they can tell the other people. You have that especially yeah. when you do like a guided visit to like right. specific place. They will always have this moment that's like, and did you know? A bit like when yeah, I yeah. said like Lupulus is like the hops <laughs> is the same thing. Is that thing that now is in my head. So instead of tasting talking about the, the taste of the beer and the cheese, I can just say like, oh, did you know that uh, yeah. you can use a can, the better storage than a bottle of beer? Is this yeah. little little thing that doesn't wait much, but you can remember. Yeah. And it's they easier. You the... Yeah. You can tell it in two sentences and say like, yes, I did something cool this weekend. This is the proof. This is my... Uh, my, it's actually exactly what I did. Pass. <laughs> it's actually exactly what I did when I started the story. I was like, well, he was uh, back then when Germany was divided. <laughs> uh, his art was used for the communists and also the young. So yeah, I'm guilty myself. I guess we are all guilty. We want yes. to show, we want to prove the world that we are active and we do cool shit. That the yeah, that it's not curtain for us yet. We, we still we still curtain. matter. Oh the oh the like in the theater? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe it's a French expression. Have... No, I think in English you say something like the curtain has fallen, something like that, maybe. maybe. I don't know. In German we don't well. Listeners, if you uh, if you know, send us an email about uh anything. Yeah. <laughs> Just but, send but mo specifically <laughs> curtains, please. <laughs> If they fall, if they're getting <laughs> pulled together, I don't know. We certainly don't. Yeah. I recently checked up on the theater scene in Cologne and um, a lot of small productions that don't look that cool. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to check out uh, like the local art scene to, to uh, support. But the stuff that is uh, being played right now, I don't know. It doesn't really caught my attention didn't really uh, catch my attention hmm. we have a nice theater in Liege but I never went to a play never no maybe are you into it at all once well maybe I don't know I never went to a play <laughs> never like with school no uh, what <laughs> all right Gerard Depardieu <laughs> calm down <laughs> School, I mean, maybe. It's <laughs> a perfectly fine question, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, no, never. So, I think there's still something out there that I can I can try to enjoy. <laughs> maybe it's gonna be nothing. Oh man, that reminds me. I watched uh, you know you and I watched the movie Palm Spring together with Andy Samberg. Mm -hmm. The 
Yeah. The, the, the time loop movie. And at one point he says, I felt everything I'm ever gonna feel, so in the future I'm not gonna feel anything ever again. And that just reminded me of uh, when you just said, like, maybe there's something I can find <laughs> cool. It's like, yep. <laughs> Felt everything. The, the list is getting shorter. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like stuff anymore. <laughs> That's true. There's also a great. There's also a great Louis C.K. bit about it where he uh, says like, "I'm 50. I, I'm, I'm, I know everything. I want to know everything that I like. Get it and die." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like I don't want to." It's about him entering the gay community. It's like I don't. I don't want to enter the gay community now. Like I'm 50. I just want to get my get what I like and die. I, li I like that. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh. I enjoyed my 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 uh, Saturday uh, day. Saturday day. <laughs> oh wow! To enjoy the whole day, <laughs> all of the Saturday. I I went and I saw some friends from uh, back in the old days when I was living in Namur. So we we met at the uh, outskirt of Namur. In a in a a place where no one lives, it's just forest oh, and like small spooky. village. And I I I thought to myself, what the fuck am I going there? This feels like the end of the world. You know, you have to take these like very very narrow streets for like ages, and then you finally end up there, and there's nothing. And surprisingly, I really enjoyed it. It was like, mm. oh yes, like nature is not only this forest next to my town. It's also <laughs> this place where there's nothing around and it's so calm and there's the air is so pure that, uh, mm. and I forgot that it was so close also. Like it's 50, 50 minutes drive and then you are in the middle of nowhere. But so. is it like, um, was it like a, a restaurant or a bar or an inn or was it just like nature like a, it was it, just, it's you like the only restaurant in the area right like it's this huge like restaurant at the top of a hill so you have a, a nice view on the valley and the mass and stuff mm. and it's really for i think boring couple or almost dead people <laughs> Well, perfect for you <laughs> and i have a proof you oh, know no. that you are at a place where either elderly go often is when the chairs have little wheels on them <laughs> it was like this is odd because not only like the chairs had wheels it has also a little handle on the back it was like <sighs> can you really like wheel someone Just, you know, at their seat. Just, ah, oh, yes, sit. Eat. Look at the view. It's nice, no? Remember the old days? And then, bye. Oh, wow. Little little wheels on chairs. Was <laughs> the food good? Did you eat? Yeah, I, I ate a little... Uh, shrimp tomato. You know? Oh, oh yeah. You, you guys eat that. Like, you... you You uh, put shrimp inside the tomato? Yeah. With little that's ma that, mayonnaise. That's not a thing in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> with fries. It's good. Of course with fries. 
It's really a um, bistro Man, bistro food. Friends. It's really like the thing yeah. where you just um, yeah, it's yeah. it's a at, thing. At, it's a thing. At one <laughs> at one point they were like, "Well, what do we have left over?" <laughs> yeah, we got a tomato and we got a bunch of shrimp. <laughs> well, those don't at all exist at the same place. You think it will go well together? Meh. <laughs> Fuck it. Add some mayonnaise. <laughs> God, tastes good. I mean, it's not worse than um, tuna and peaches. That actually sounds good. That might be good. Dude, if you grill like a teriyaki tuna and have like a soy sauce uh, uh, glazed peach, mm -hmm. Jesus, that's going to be tasty. But Did you just make up a world-class dish, Pierre? No, tuna and peach is a, is a dish here. What? Yeah, you you. Uh, but it's it's the very <laughs> boring way. You literally have halves of peach, and you put onto uh, on it like a, some kind of tuna salad. Mm. And then uh, also mayonnaise, it. probably. <laughs> Is there mayonnaise in everything in Belgium? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Pierre's eating eating a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> the glasses. Splintering is weird. I miss. Uh, we talked about this two episodes ago, I think. But um, could you drink louder? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm always um, at max capacity. <laughs> <laughs> Input level. We're gonna use this for the sinking. Uh, okay. A little little editing joke. Um, we talked about it two episodes ago. I miss good fries, dude. I want to eat good fries. But I'm too lazy to go the 15 minute walk to the place to the Belgian fries. To the, 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 the. Well, you remember when we, the place where we got waffles? Mm -hmm. Their fry place just opened. It's it's open? Yes. And I didn't uh, try it yet. Ah. Uh, but be sure. What is the I word will. on the street? It's. Uh, oh, you mean uh, what's the review so far? Yeah. Did, didn't hear it. Don't know, but the the line is insane every day. But not like one friend that said like it's awesome or it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay. So I I, I will make a little fries review uh, next week because I'm probably gonna <sighs> get go get some fries there. Nice. You can combine it. It's perfect, uh, the location. You can combine it with a little trip to Curtius, drink a couple of beers, and then go to, to the Fry's place, or the other way around, if you like. Exactly, it's perfect. Right? It's like five-minute walk. <sighs> Liège. One street that has that has it all. Waffle, yep. fries, and beer. The rest? Yeah. <laughs> Forget <I> mean... <laughs> <laughs> Don't check out the rest. So, I mean... <laughs> They should do like a China, which is like Liege Street, and you have like these three, ex like the exact same location recreated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in Dubai, you know, like a place where you can they can expand and make and make something like this. In China, they did the complete like old town of Hanover because right. it's a very like a classical German, you know the the white and black right, yes. houses. Yeah. So they um, Fachwerk. For the listeners, Colombage uh, in French. Oh yeah, Colombage. Yeah. Oh, what does that mean? Well, I don't know. It's really the what technique of putting the wood beams and then fill it with hay, cheese, hay. Yes. 
<laughs> Colomb. A Colomb. It's probably a Fachwerk. Yeah, so they uh, recreated the whole um, old town. Uh, which is something they like to do, man. Like, if they want to do that, that's fine. Well, if they prefer to uh, to recreate a full town instead of flying plane that costs a lot of fuel, then why not? Just recreate oh. our country in your country. A flying, a flying plane. <laughs> it just being invented in Belgium. I want a rolling plane. What? <laughs> flying plane just got invented in Belgium. Before no we way. would just be rolling and then go to the ocean and then roll. <laughs> we can <laughs> just on the bottom of the ocean yeah. roll, roll to the US, and then you <laughs> emerge <laughs> full of like New York <laughs> seaweeds on it. But people are weirdly fine <laughs> uh, about it inside, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the plane just shakes it off. <laughs> seaweed on the and people are just happy that they took the plane you know it's like yeah, yeah we got the experience yeah but it was cold down there so sometimes the planes cough when they <laughs> come up like <laughs> oh man I like planes that's the closest I'm ever gonna be to uh, becoming an astronaut so yeah sure planes are awesome and to link back to our food topic, I just had this discussion with my roommate that that is also a, a little a food connoisseur. And we said the same thing is that we actually enjoy plain food. Like, oh, really? Yeah, oh. It's, it's like weirdly satisfying. Like, even if it's shit, it's like exciting and like, oh, you feel. Yeah, you you feel a bit like Jordan okay. Peele for the continental breakfast, you know? It's like, <laughs> oh, what are you, tiny bread? A Danish from Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, I I know what you guys mean. The food is not good, but it's an event that is happening because. You have like five or six hours around it when nothing happens. You're like, fuck yes, there's yeah. something happening. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I get it. And I'm gonna say the food. taste food, the, the the food tastes great. That's no. it. Yes. No, I don't fear. I don't know where you get that idea. Do you drink? Do you drink tomato juice? No. What? Ah, I drink tomato juice. That's my favorite thing to do in disguise. I'm like <laughs> tomato juice, me. <laughs> Next time, put some yeah. shrimp in it. That's the only way uh, I can drink tomato juice. And some mayonnaise. Mix it up real nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only thing that I don't like in the food in planes is the little uh, fruit salad. Ah, uh, horrible! I, it doesn't taste I like mean, fruit. It tastes. I like, also. I don't yeah. know. I also don't like the rest of the food, but the fruit salad. The thing is, they can't season it heavily, so. You know how your tongue can't taste well in the in the airplane? That's why the tomato juice is so big up there. So I guess if you don't season the fruit salad, it's just going to taste like less strong fruit. And then it was refrigerated for shit. Like, <laughs> it's probably not that fresh. It's like, ah, perfect storm of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Intense yep. steak. It's my <laughs> I, I'm very emotional about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no fuck plain food have you ever dude game changer 
have you ever been to like a, a airport lounge? Yes. Yeah? yeah, like with your credit card provider, they had like a lounge there. How did it work? Did you pay extra to get into one or what? No, it's like I have this. Um, uh, I have an insurance that uh, if I have a car accident or something, they can tow me anywhere in Europe. It's mm -hmm. called touring. Anyway, yeah. every like once per year, they send me this lounge ticket for Brussels Airport. I don't know why. Uh. So you have, uh, actually, so, I can just go there. Sometimes you just go there and go to the lounge and then go <laughs> Take home Take a again. shower. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. It's such a nice, you have a full, like, breakfast buffet almost, like, the entire day. <laughs> yeah. You have, like, it's calm. You have, like, great Wi-Fi. And you have showers. Like, I can live there. I could right. and you and you have the best spot to see the the plane like landing and uh, taking off or rolling depending if you are in Belgium or not. Yeah, if it's a, it's a flying <laughs> so yeah, I love it. Did you try uh, it recently? I so the first time I got into contact with this because I mean I I didn't know this shit existed for way too long. I was probably like twenty four, twenty. Yeah, 24. And I was in Mexico City at the airport and we had a layover for like uh, eight hours. So uh, we went into the in the lounge there um, because my girlfriend at the time, her mother booked us for the lounge. Dude, it was Mexico City. Like the buffet of Mexican food was like better than the standard Mexican food in Germany, obviously. So I was just having a blast. I was just eating, eating, watching movies, <laughs> eating. It was great. Like having a couple of beers, like enjoying a nice michelada. It was amazing. I loved it so much. I was like, can we stay here? Um, and then I talked to my dad on the phone. And he was like, yeah, well, if you are um, an American, uh, Amex, if you're an Amex client, Amex has lounges all over the world. So I was like, well, really? And then I checked. And on the way back from where we were in Mexico, we all again had a layover at um, at the, the airport. And there was also an Amex lounge. So I went there and I had like tiny sandwiches and <laughs> a good, like a good couch to sit on. It was amazing. And then I was like, I've had this Amex uh, like card since a bunch of time. How many airports... Did I miss going oh, to the MX lounge? Don't think about it. I I checked it, and there were like f five or six, where I just sat on a shitty plastic chair for Ugh. three hours, like the rest of I, the people. Yeah, where I could have lived like a king at the airport. But we agree that you just don't need like it's not just having in the Amex card that makes you. You still no, have no. to either you have to pay or you have to be like some kind of like platinum platinum member because you use your Amex card yes, like a bunch, right? Yes, I I am a trillionaire. <laughs> wow. No, it depends on the type of card you have. So like you, um, uh, the way it works is not by uh, spending, but like you pay a certain fee for the Amex. So if you have like a high card, you're probably gonna pay like a. 1k a year for it and then they have like insurances and shit in there and then 
I think it's, that's how it works. I'm not, actually, I'm not sure, but that's how what I gather. So you were just like food good. Yeah, food Do, good. Is this card and, gonna make the trick? Can I enter? Yes, sir. Okay. Exactly. And what was even more surprising was there was a guy in front of me who also had an Amex and he like showed the Amex and she was like, all right, that's 10 bucks for you. You can get go in. He paid. So I showed my Amex and I was ready to pay. And she was like, no, no, with this card, you don't have to pay. I was like, <gasps> thanks, Dada. So nice. And now I notice how douchey that sounded. Man, we are privileged little boys ah so white and we're making a podcast so even more white <laughs> and we have zero struggles <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> my, my struggle this episode was that i'm too happy staying at the same place <laughs> for too long oh wow corn dude oh no and i didn't have a struggle Oh, yeah, my struggle was that I feared that I would have been unhappy going to the restaurant in the middle of nowhere in Belgium. <laughs> but not, not if they have shrimp and tomato with mayonnaise. Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking of food, it's 11 a.m. right now. Yeah. I'm going to go to the cinema in one hour. Very unconventional timing. Ah, I think I like it. I like yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, I'm doing it with my uh, girlfriend's parents because um, they have to be back to feed the dog, whatever. So uh, at a certain time. So that's why we go like in the middle of the day. And I'm going to eat myself a nice tray of nachos with jalapenos and cheese. And that's going to be my breakfast. And let me tell you, I'm down for it. Sounds exciting. But what I want to know is, what is the movie, Corn? It's James Bond. Uh, it's I watched, yeah, watched it already, but um, the husband of my girlfriend's mother is a big fan, and he hasn't seen it yet. So we invited him f uh, for his birthday. We we're gonna invite him. Can I make the suggestion to take two trays of nachos? <laughs> you can, because actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty long movie. <laughs> it's it's not the first time that came to my uh, to my mind. Because time. let's be honest, you're gonna munch of these on those nachos before the movie starts. Yes, they're done. They're always finished before the movie starts. So then, what if you have a yeah. second one waiting there? Saying like, "Hey, buddy, you know what? <laughs> During the intro, whatever it is, what do they call it? The opening sequence, not the sequence, but like the yeah, the intro where they yeah." Have like cartoon James Bond fucking around. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go then because that shit takes twelve minutes. <laughs> Where he's always shooting like the aces of a playing card and diving into water. Yeah, whatever. And there's a woman. Woman just like splintering off into many bullets and you're like well i didn't see the movie yet so i don't know what all of these mean but sure show me <laughs> i guess it's foreshadowing i don't know like, <laughs> something related to this is gonna happen yeah oh pretty <laughs> oh he gets shot all right <laughs> like in what which one was it inspector he gets shot yeah and then i think they show it in uh, the intro? Ah, but it's the op it's the opening sequence too. So the he gets shot oh, okay. before the intro, but then in the intro he gets shot again. You're like, yeah, I just watched this. <laughs> <laughs> Go.
Come on. <laughs> Give me some more. What if instead of cinemas they would just put lounge? Airport lounges? Yeah, airport lounges inside cities. Not connected to an airport. Yeah, just a nice lounge to chill. Just a nice a nice lounge. It's pretty much like co-working space now, we would say that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Except that you have to be productive. I don't want to be productive. Yeah, it's exactly. a bar. It's a good bar as a lounge. They should like just use cinemas, turn them into lounges, and put on the screen plane flying and landing. <laughs> and then <laughs> and add a couple of showers, and then you're good. Yeah, I would thoroughly enjoy that. Do you I'm like sure. going to the airport? Um, I l- it, once the last check is done, you put your yeah. backpack in the thing, then I'm good. Then that's yeah. when I'm like, okay, now I can relax. Until right. then, I'm like the fastest. That I'm really trying to be extremely yeah. fast in the entire process. Are you always early? Like too early. Like you're gonna wait after the security check. You're gonna be there for another one and a half hours. I'm always too early, and yet I'm always sure to be the last person to board the plane because I don't care making the line. And I said, "I who cares? My yeah. my seat is like reserved. It's my yeah. name on it. Mm-hmm. Plane is not gonna fly <laughs> if I let like go first or last. Doesn't matter. So usually I, I'm at the airport like very in advance." But I always in the last group to to board in because I, I don't care. Yeah, it's exactly the same for me. So like I get stressed out until the security checks. Then it's like enjoyment time, <laughs> but it's too much of an enjoyment time. It's like I'm gonna be there two ha- two hours in advance, and I'm gonna just wait and then like see the line, and I'm gonna be like, oh, you idiots! <laughs> I don't have to wait a line now. But sometimes I catch myself also waiting in line because I don't know. I don't know when. But like I'd say, thirty percent of the time, I always I also go uh, wait in line. And you know what it is? I think it's when they like have categories for people to board. So if they say A or B or C, and your ticket says B, and they say like people for group B now, then I'm gonna go and wait in line and not just like let the people pass because I don't want to miss group B. Oh yeah, very important. I mean, it's not gonna do anything bad if I miss it. I can group. I can board with group C. But the steward I, I looks directly at you and say, I said all the people from group B. Exactly. Mr. I Cornelius. <laughs> I, I don't How do you know my name? <laughs> it's on your boarding pass. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Whew, fuck. <laughs> I'm scared. Dude, it's uh, five past. Um, let's go for the little Victoire. Uh, go for it. Mine, I already spoiled, was the acting class. Yeah, but sure. within the acting class... There was something. You know what happens when you put a shit ton of amateur people into an acting class? They're going to act as though they think actors act. So they're going to overact the shit out of everything. You know? Like when they... When they... uh, When when the instructor says, pretend like you're being followed. Act like you're being followed. They're going to do like, what? (laughs) Turn around like crazy. Which... You would never do in real life. <laughs> like, if you're being followed, you're kind of like, fuck, 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 shifty fuck. Shifty eyes. You try to. Right, shifty eyes. So, my little victory is, is that even though sometimes I fell into that pattern, I was like, I, I kind of went for the theatralic 
overacting thing. I always caught myself and was like, no, Corn, just calm the fuck down. It's like, what do you not like about German actors is the overacting part. So don't do that. So uh, I always like calm myself down. So that is my little victory. Nice. I like yeah, it. Acting subtly. I, I cannot wait to hear more from the, this entire acting experience. When oh, the, when, when the, January. Yeah, January. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then I'll wait, I guess. Yeah, you have to wait. Sorry. Um, <laughs> my little victory. I I talked a lot about the things that I've done in the past days, and they could have all be a good uh, good contestant for the little victory of the week. But I will keep my little victory for an activity to come, which is this afternoon. I'm going to my parents' place, and I'm going to chop wood with my dad and move it around. Oh. And oh, yes. it's the perfect season for it it's gonna be a nice little dad and son adventure and um, i'm looking forward to it so splitting wood awesome. and uh, moving it around very simple task but uh, how are you gonna split it do you have an axe or do you have like one of those machines no an axe it's not really an axe it's like a, a big hammer with like a little edge at the end yeah. of it it's not like a full axe, which is usually to really make the tree go down. It's really to split S the wood. Is it soft wood then? Like you can actually split it? Yes. It's really not yeah. difficult. Wow. The only thing is to do is just like don't throw your back because that's very easy. Yeah. If you yeah. just overdo it, then it's all in the back. So you just have to good grip. Yeah. Try to make the abs take the effort. But it's so easy. You just like land the thing on the, the wood and then it splits. Wow. You don't need uh, big, big muscles. I tried to split wood once and in Canada, like they have a type of wood that is insanely hard. So yeah, like well, you cannot, you can't do it with an axe. You have to use one of those pressure machines yeah. that just like splits it for you. So that's why I'm asking. I never yeah, had I, like an I easy don't have a can shopping. A can I don't have a Canadian tree in my, my garden. Right. Makes sense. You didn't ship it from Canada. No, 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 no. Just to split yeah, it and then say like I cannot do yeah. it. That would have made me right. no yeah. sense. No, you you wouldn't be able to split it actually. I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. cool. And then a little a comfy dinner at my parents' place. So that's that's mm. a good way to wrap up the week. I think. What kind of dinner? Comfy. Ah, comfy. Okay, I understood con comfy like we said in the beginning. Ah, maybe it's gonna so be. So I comfy. was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know what it's gonna be. No. Ah, oh, little surprise. Text me I later what hope it is. it's airplane food. <laughs> I hope it's not. <laughs> little tray. <laughs> Wash it down. Get some tomato juice. <laughs> oh, no. All right. And on that note. I think you have to go, Corn. I do. Thank you very much, my friend. It was great talking to you. As always. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.